What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You saw him on the firm deletion. He was the referee for the match. First name, Sham. Last name, Payne. He is an Omega legend. In my mind, Omega, one of the greatest companies in the world because it's based out of North Carolina, this greatest state in the world. He is Marty Garner. Marty, how you doing, buddy? What's up, guys? How you doing? Good. We appreciate you joining us today. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm flattered. Thanks for having me, brother. Oh, of course, of course. So let's let's jump into the the firm deletion. You were there, referee for the match. Obviously, you've main, maintained a relationship with Matt Hardy. But how did that come together? Did Matt just ask you, "Hey, you want to do this?" And then that's how we were rolling. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I live about six miles from Matt, so uh, very convenient for me to, to for me to show up. But um, yeah, um, he called me and said, "Hey, man, I got something. You, if you want to do it, man, it's uh." the firm deletion match at the house, man. I said, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. If you needed any help or not on that, I would be glad to do it. He said, absolutely, dude. He said, uh, why don't you come over and, uh, we'll talk about it. And, uh, so, uh, we talked about it and, uh, he said next, uh, well, I think we filmed it. A, we filmed it a little bit before we, we did it. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, I, I was, I was glad to do it, man. I had a blast, got to see Caprice and everybody, man. It was a, it's a great deal. So with that in mind, I mean, talk to me about the filming day. That must have been a, a long uh, process because, I mean, they had some shots that went day to night, but also some stuff that was inside. They went everywhere. So, you know, uh, run us through it. Like, what what was that filming day like for the firm deletion? Um, well, I think I got there about 5.15 that afternoon, and I left that morning at 3.45 a.m. So... It was uh, quite quite a day, and uh, but Matt had food there for us and uh, snacks, and you know it was great, man. We got to catch up with some guys, man. Hadn't seen in a long time. It was a lot of fun, it really was. Hold on, let's pull it back for a second. What kind of food are we talking about? That's the most important question. What kind of food are we talking about? <laughs> oh God, you gotta let me. You gotta let me tell it. Uh, we had pizza. We had pizza, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Uh, you know the little uh, the crustables where they don't have any crust on them. We had those energy drinks. We had the uh, what else do we have? Uh, all the good, all the good snacks got going really quick too. But uh, we we had food to eat. I'll just say that we didn't we didn't have it a big catered deal. But uh, I consider Pizza Hut catered. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Matt didn't spring for the Bojangles? Oh, come on. It's North Carolina. We got to have the Bojangles. I know, there. man. 
<laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Uh, yeah, he didn't spray for the Bojack. What? You know where Matt lives? You're, you're lucky to get sunlight in there. So it's uh, <laughs> he's back in the sticks a little ways. Had you been familiar with everything going on in AW and the firm deletion and keeping that up when you got there? Matt have to or anybody just have to be like, hey, oh no, 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 I, no, I've been Go keeping ahead. up with it. Yeah, I've, oh. I've been keeping up with the deletion stuff and uh, and Matt and everything going on at AEW, man. I think it's, uh, I think they're doing a great job, man, and uh, it's getting better and better. I think you know at AEW. So yeah, I, I've kept up with it. I knew everybody was i knew the roles i knew what was going on when i came in so uh and you know me and caprice have kept in touch over the years and um you know caprice was our first trainee at uh omega um he was our first trainee and he's done pretty well for himself and uh, we're very proud of caprice what's you know, it like seeing oh, go all ahead. the sorry Joel. what's it like seeing all the omega success throughout really really the years because i'm from north carolina um I moved here when I was 10. And so I, I'd heard about Omega because yeah. when the Hardys started getting big on WWE, I found out they were from Omega. And, you know, you, you've got them. Uh, you, you mentioned Caprice. You've done things like Omega's like had a lot of success. Like what's it like seeing the success of these people? Yeah, it's crazy, man. Well, we have, you know, you got Matt and Jeff, you have Caprice Coleman, our first trainee. You had uh, Jason Arndt, who was Joey Abs at WWE, you had um, Shane Helms, who was the Hurricane, you have, uh, we had Steve Carino there, we had C.W. Anderson there in the beginning, we had, um, God, Shannon Moore, um, it's, uh, it's unreal, you know, and I went on, me and Mike, uh, the, the Dumps, if you ever heard of the Dumps, I was a part of the Dumps when they first started, and we went to uh, ECW for a little while, and, um, you know, they didn't last at WWE, but, um, you know, we, we've had a lot of success. Christian, uh, let's see, uh, Roy Matthews, Christian York, uh, and all those guys, man, we had all those guys at Omega. And it's just unbelievable, man. I don't think it will ever be done again. Uh, you know, not, not bragging, but, um, you know, I, I also got to go to work for The Rock for a while. I was The Rock's personal assistant for a while and, uh, got to work on a few movies and, uh, just it was just unreal, man. And uh, when that stuff was happening to me when I was working for The Rock, I'm on a private jet and I'm thinking, this can't be happening to me. I'm from Bass, North Carolina. This is not, you know, I, I didn't never, I'd have never imagined. You know what I mean? And um, but it's been a, it's been a good ride, man. We've all had a good time getting there, and uh, it's just, I'm so proud of everybody, man. You know, to see everybody's success and especially uh, um, Matt, you know, too, because Matt is a workhorse. Uh, Matt never quits, man. He's on every social media avenue he could be on, man. You name it, if it's out, he's on it. So he's a workhorse. He stayed relevant for 30 years, and it's just a, it's just good to see that everybody's worked so hard and they've gotten, you know, a lot of success out of it. So I love that you just brought up two of the things I really want to talk about, and that was your time in ECW. Uh, let's start yep. there. So. You're there in 99 and 2000. It's a different ECW from years prior. Talk to me about, you know, the locker room there, the people that you worked. Uh, I loved ECW when I was a kid. So I to talk to with someone who was there and, and boots on the ground and in the ring, what uh, what was that experience like? Um, it, it, the first tryout we had, man, uh, um, 
we had a tryout match. We we sent in a video that we had done. Me and Mike and Murray, my girlfriend. It was he was one of us. Uh, Mike was jacked up. Murray was bowed up. I was puffed up, and she was made up. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat. Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket. Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And uh, so we were some country hicks. We made this big video and sent it to ECW. And didn't have a lick of wrestling on it. Not a lick. And Tommy Dreamer told us after we got there for the tryout, he said, man, we watched that thing seven times in the locker room that night. Man, when we got it, he said, man, it was awesome. He said, all the boys were popping, man. He said, you didn't have one lick of wrestling on it. He said, but it was so good. And uh, so our first tryout, we were there. And some young kid, he was supposed to be the strongest teenager in America or something. He's trying out for a match. And he's talking junk to New Jack while he's trying out. I mean, he's just, you know, just getting in character and just talking uh, junk to him. New Jack gets up and punches this dude in the face. Then goes in the locker room and fights the dude again. I'm like, what are they doing? And I was like, I don't know if I want to work here or not. You know what I mean? Because it was just kind of kind of crazy. But he somehow he offended New Jack, and New Jack didn't like it. And, uh, you know, one thing led to another. He beat the boy down, and I just thought that was, you know, off top, I thought that was the wrong thing to do. They, the boy was just trying to impress everybody and, and, and you know, talk a little noise to the crowd, you know, as he's trying out. And, uh, but didn't work out. He didn't get hired. But yeah, it was, uh, it was a, it was a wild locker room, man. Um, it was, uh, it was fun. No doubt. Uh, Nova, he took me under his wing, man. Nova was a super cool guy, man. He tried to rib me a few times, but he took me under his wing and, you know, told me what to do, what not to do, and kind of, you know, took me in as a as a as a lost sheep because I, I didn't know what to do, what to say, and who to talk to, who not to talk to. And uh, Nova really he he stepped up, Mike Mike Busey or Busey, however you say it, but uh, he he really stepped up and helped me out. But it was a fun time, man. I, I can't I can't deny we didn't have a lot of fun there. Was there a rib that uh, you want to share that Mike tried on you that you were able to get? ahead of and maybe stop from happening <laughs> yeah well it was just what it was something simple we go to this uh motel one time and we're going to try to get a room so i'm following mike and his car and i forget who's riding with mike now but uh he starts driving around a building and i follow him around a building and i followed him around a building a couple of times and i said oh wait he's ribbing me and uh and that's what he was doing he's ribbing me and I called him, and I stopped, and he's just laughing. He goes, dude, you caught it. I said, yeah, I'm from the country, but I'm not that stupid. And uh, just, just little stuff like that, man. He wouldn't do it. He wouldn't pull any big ribs or anything like that. But uh, not like the night Matt Hardy walked out of a hotel room with a uh, 
a washcloth and a piece of feces in his hand. And uh, well, it walked towards me and Jeff and Jason Art, and we started screaming. And we're like, Matt, put the thing down. And uh, he finally throws it out over the balcony. He said, I hope that doesn't hit Vincent Man's car. But uh, that, that was a rib I'll never forget, just to bring up a crazy rib. Matt Hardy had the best one. I'll give him that. <laughs> not, a, not an ECW story, but, you know, still. <laughs> just as good. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, I he, he wrote about that in the book, man. He scared us to death with that thing. All right. So we're breaking in. We're back here with Marty Garner. We had uh, some issues earlier. Let's just jump right into it. Uh, Marty, we were talking about your time working with The Rock, uh, specifically as a PA uh, on a few of his movies. How did that whole gig come about? You had started to tell the story. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, um, so I was doing some stunts on a video game here in Raleigh with Epic Games, and um, this guy tells a guy in California that I want to bring him out here and let him do some stunts on my video game. I'm doing out here. So I go out there, and the guy I was working for at the video game studio, he says, uh, do you know The Rock? And I'm like, of course. I said, I used to uh, do some jobs at WWE. You know, I was an enhancement talent. He said, well, I'm going to call him and tell him you're with me. I just got his number the other day. I said, okay. So he calls Dwayne, and he doesn't answer the phone. Leaves him a message. It says, Marty Garner's with me. So we wait on him, we're waiting on him to call back. Never called back the next day. And uh, so he said, let's go to the, uh, where they're shooting the movie at. And I'm like, dude, that's probably not a good idea. And he goes, no. Nah. He said, what's it going to hurt? I said, okay. Then so we go out there. Uh, it was me, him, and actually uh, Murray Happer, the guy that played Otto Schwantz, the guy that played uh, Boat Up. And uh, so we went out there, and uh, they were just uh, – wrapping everything up and rock was already gone so we found his stunt double and we asked him uh where rock was at he said uh he's already gone man he said uh you guys come with me and i uh, went we went to the bar with this guy his name was tunawai reed and tunawai was cool as a fan and uh he called rock up and he told him he asked him he said do you know marty garner got him marty garner uh champagne and I hear Rock on the other end, end of the phone popping. He's like, yeah, man, so put him in Marty Garner's with you. Put him on the phone. So uh, anyway, I get on the phone with him. He said, what are you doing here? And I told him, he said, I'll tell you what you do. Come to the set tomorrow night. We're on Hollywood and Vine from uh, 12 midnight till 6 in the morning. I said, okay. We come out there. I, I guess it was 12, 30, 1 o'clock at night. And uh, they were just wrapping up a scene. And they said, cut. And as soon as they said cut, Rock saw me and he goes, and I'd given him a, a videotape of uh, my promos and stuff. As soon as he sees me, he goes, first name, Sham, last name, Payne, former male exotic dancer from Las Vegas, Nevada, who's traded his G-string for the wrestling ring and pound for pound, the baddest man to ever step foot into the square circle. And everybody started clapping. And um, he's like, that ain't me, that's him. That's Champagne right there. And to make a long story short, I stayed there uh, that weekend. He said, man, you got to stay the weekend. We're doing a movie wrap-up party. You got to stay. So I did. And, uh, man, we had a blast. Uh, got to meet Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake one night at a club. We were out there and just hanging out with them. And uh, just everybody was there, man. Yeah, I mean, I could name names, but it's, it's ridiculous how many people were there. 
So anyway, um, that was in January of 2003. In March of 2003, there was WrestleMania out in uh, Washington State. And uh, I can't even remember the number, but it was when Rock was against uh, Stone Cold. And um, anyway, I didn't tell Rock I was coming out there. And uh, I showed up because Matt and Jeff were there on the show. Shannon Moore was on the show. Uh, Shane Helms was there. And I was like, you know, I'm going to go hang out with the boys. Now, needless to say, I only had $100 in my pocket when I left the house. So uh, I'm a little short on cash. I'm just trying to wing it. I get out there. and I'm in the lobby of the hotel everybody's staying at. And somebody called Rock and told him I was there. He calls my phone and said, man, what are you doing here? I said, I'm just coming to see WrestleMania, just hanging out with the boys. And um, he said, come out with us tonight to dinner. So I go out to dinner with him and a bunch of the boys. And um, the bill was like $1,600 for us to eat. Probably about eight or nine of us. And I throw my 20-minute phone card on the table. like It looks like a credit card. you know. I threw it on the table. I said, take care of it with that. And I said, and while you're at it, buy yourself something pretty, too. And Rock thought that was the funniest thing he had ever seen. He said, boy, you better put them 20 minutes back in your damn pocket. <laughs> and uh, so after that, uh, to make a long story even longer, I was. Uh, it was a month or so later, and Rock called me up. He said, look, man, you ain't never one of You've always been my friend. He said, uh, you, you've always been cool with me. He said, now I'm going to ask you for something. I'm thinking, oh, no, what is this? He says, man, I'm doing a movie in Vancouver and uh, coming up here in about a month or so. He said, would you like to work on that movie? And I said, let me check. Yep. And he said, it's 10 weeks. He said, we'll pay you $2,500 a week. I'll put you up in a five-diamond hotel. I'll hook you up, man. He said, just uh, just come out and have some fun. He said, I think, and he did tell me this. He said, I think this man's done you dirty over the years not hiring you. He said, so uh, I want to let you come out and have some fun. He said, this is not a full-time gig, but I want you to come have some fun for a while. And, man, that was that was some of the coolest times in my life, man, being in Vancouver with him. And, uh, you know, the, the first night I was there, I'm, I'm in a club, and I'm looking at the dance floor. I'm looking at all the people looking at us. I'm in the VIP section and uh, over there talking to some people in the VIP section. And I'm thinking – I'm in another country. I'm, I'm working for Dwayne Johnson. I'm making $2,500 a week, all expenses paid. And uh, this this can't be happening. This can't be happening to me. And about that time, Rock comes up to me and he puts his hand on my shoulder and he said, welcome to the family, man. And I almost cried. You know, I, I had to turn around and walk away for a minute. I come back and I'm like, I appreciate it, brother. And I'm trying to keep my composure, you know, because uh, you don't want to look like a punk after Rock's already giving you a job. So anyway, uh, that's how I got started with with the Rock, man. It was a it was a heck of a ride, man. We had a lot of fun, dude. A lot of fun. Wow. Uh, Jeremy, do you do you have a follow up in that, or shall we continue? Are you technically bloodline? If he said, "Welcome to the family," can you show up on Raw and be like? I've been accepted into blood. Rock has he's accepted me and just challenged Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would I would think so, wouldn't you? I mean, if I'm in the family, I should be able to challenge Roman Reigns for the title. And yeah, I can see that happening. <laughs> so let's go back for a second. Let's talk about you. You mentioned your enhancement uh, work with WWE. 
you had famously uh we'll, we'll we'll go back we'll go one and one you had montel vontavious porter mvp you had his first match in, in wwe can you talk to me about yep. that match talk to me about working with mvp and just putting that together I with was, him it was a big i moment. was mvp's first match and um yeah i'll never forget it i was at the uh i was at the arena that day and uh this man comes up to me at the show one day, that, that night they were going to do that show, that pay-per-view, and he goes, uh, Marty, how would you like to work on the uh, pay-per-view? I said, you mean a dark match on a pay-per-view? He goes, no, I mean on the pay-per-view. And I said, uh, I would love that. And he said, well, you're going to be working MVP. He was supposed to work Chris Benoit tonight, but he's not ready for Chris Benoit. And I'm thinking, okay, yeah, man, not a problem. And, uh, me and uh, MVP worked out our match, and Vince said, let me, let me see a little bit of it. And he was going to slap me in the beginning of it, right? And uh, so he just hauls off and slaps my freaking lips off. And uh, Vince said, whoa, whoa, whoa. He said, I didn't mean that part of it. He said, you didn't have to slap him like that. We're just practicing here. And uh, he said, if you'd have hit me like that, you'd have got a receipt. And uh, But... Anyway, I remember in the match that night when we locked up, I said, make it a good one. And he slapped me so hard, he hit me in my ear. And, you know, that'll throw your balance off in the first place and it'll knock you a little goofy. When he hit me in my ear, I didn't know where I was at for about six seconds probably. I went down to one knee and I'm looking around going, what? Okay, where am I at? Okay, I'm in a wrestling ring. I'm doing a match. Yep, that's right. And it just threw me off for a minute, man. But, uh. We had a decent little match, you know. He squashed me or whatever, but uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a memorable moment, no doubt. Jeremy, you want to try it? See if he, if Marty can hear you. Okay. Um, I mean, memorable moments. I, I think, uh, infamously, good or bad, the the moment you are most remembered for in wrestling is the <laughs> Triple H pedigree. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what Matt Hardy said about this on on his podcast when he recalled it he said when marty got with us originally he rapped did other things he was always in the entertainment field pro wrestling wasn't something he grew up watching or loved or was even a big fan but he dug but he dug it once he learned about it understood it got the taste really loved it the pedigree happened he wasn't a longtime wrestling fan and hadn't watched this stuff so he wasn't sure he just assumed as someone was grabbing you and picking you up it's like a pile driver and he kicked up (laughs) real hard and ended up landing on his bean is that how you remember it of you thought it was, okay, it's a pile driver maneuver. And then that's why honestly the best pedigree in history. Well, thank you very much. But uh, yeah, I was, uh, here was the thing. Hunter was new there. And of course I was, I was new there. I didn't want to tell him. I didn't know what the pedigree was. I had no idea what the pedigree was. And uh, when he said, you, you good with taking a pedigree? I'm like, Oh yeah, sure, man. And when he locked me into it, it felt like it was going to be a power bomb or something, you know, cause he puts my head between his legs there. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to kick hard. And now I didn't think it was a pile driver, but I, I didn't really know what it was. And, uh, I should have probably asked <laughs> looking back, but, uh, it was, uh, it made for a good picture. And, um, it, it showed up in a few magazines and uh, a few years later, it showed up again in a magazine and triple H comes up, comes up to me and he goes, uh, Hey man, he said, uh, 
this picture is making its rounds, isn't it? And I was like, yeah, it is. And uh, so I had him. I never get any autographs from anybody. I never get anybody to sign anything. But I did get him to sign a picture of me in the air with him doing that. Look like a double underhook pile driver. And uh, so I got a picture of that sign from, from Triple H. But, uh, yeah, of all the people of uh, everywhere I've been, all the movie stars and people I've met, that's the only autograph I've ever gotten from anybody. There's <laughs> <laughs> a signed photo of you and Triple H taking, again, the most gnarliest pedigree that, that we've we've ever seen. I was going to ask, like, did he say anything to you after the match? Did anybody say anything to you after that happened? Of like, what what was that out there? When it happened, he said, GD, are you all right? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm good, bro. When I come to the back, he was like, dude. He said, that looked really good, man. He said, I'm just going to make sure again. Are you okay? And I'm like, I'm great. He goes, bro, wow. And he, he was just shaking his head like he couldn't believe I was living and standing there talking to him. And uh, But, yeah, that was – I wasn't proud of that, really. Uh, because I messed up, you know what I mean? And it was, it was, uh, I don't know. It was a video of shame for me for a long time. Then I just, I just accepted it. You know, I made a mistake and you know, mistakes happen. I was trying to impress somebody and it didn't work out quite right, but, um, it is what it is. And, uh, that's not the worst bump I took at WWE. The worst one it was on, I think it's on maskwrestlers.com. I jump out of the ring on Jeff Jarrett and I tell him to move. When I jump out, my head hits the floor, then it hits the cattle railing, then my right ankle hits me in the back of my neck. I, I mean, you're talking about a scorpion. Rob Deerdeck would have went nuts if he saw that scorpion. Vince McMahon was calling the match, him and Jerry Lawler, and Vince was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Let's watch this again. Marty Garner, oh, my God, Marty Garner. And uh, they watched it three times. I think it was a three-slow-mo uh, deal. They just were going crazy over it, man. Look that up sometime on the internet, man. You'll you'll get a kick out of that one too. So I was I was gonna say I'm glad that you mentioned it because I was gonna ask about the match with Jeff Jarrett. So thank you for bringing that yeah, up. Yeah, because is Matt Matt mentioned that on the podcast as well. He said as bad as the pedigree looked, you were actually in rougher shape uh, with the match against Jarrett in that fall because at least with the pedigree, Triple H was kind of protecting you on the fall. Yeah. So Matt brought that up on his podcast. It's like, yeah, if you think that pedigree looks bad, like. Actually, this is the one where Marty was hurting a little bit more. Yeah, he wasn't lying to you. We had we were in like I forget where we were at, but we had a long ride home, and we're riding with the Italian stallion and a twelve passenger van. We had fifteen people in there. Matt had got hurt that night. I was hurt, and I was I was hurt so bad I couldn't even, I could barely talk. I'm just talking like this. People are asking me stuff, and I'm talking like Johnny Ace. I'm talking like this, and uh, I'm, Matt's like, "You're right," and I'm like, "I'm good, man." I'm good. I wasn't good. I was hurting. But like he said, man, I, I had just got into the business. I didn't know anything about the business, hardly at all. I didn't know how to work. You know, my work rate was horrible. I was just trying to impress somebody with something spectacular. And uh, it, it it didn't work out that way. But, uh, you know, I, I was trying crazy stuff, man, in those days. And uh, looking back now, I see what a fool that I was at the time. But it is what it is. I just learned to accept it. I've got one last question for you. I wanted to ask you earlier in the firm deletion, you hit a, you hit Ethan page with a couple of good solid punches. And then Caprice Coleman 
hits an Enzigiri. If you could do any other move other than just having punched Ethan, uh, Ethan Page, what would you want to do? You got one I, good one left in you. What what move would I want to do to him? Um, well, I, my finisher, what I'm I'm still doing is uh, I like shooting somebody into the corner. Them coming out like I'm going to give them a bulldog. I, they flip me over their shoulder to a reverse uh, DDT. I, I like I like doing that. I call it the painkiller. But uh, I like doing that move. Uh, I used to love doing the uh, the corkscrew plancha to the outside. I did that last time. I did that was a couple years back. But uh, yeah, um, I wish I could have done something different to him. But he told me later, said, "Man, that was a great punch." And I'm like, Th- "Thanks, man." And even Big Bill commented on the punch. And uh, I said, yeah, just tell Tony Khan that, okay? (laughs) He said, oh, I will, brother. I will. uh, Yeah. Um, Like I told Matt, I said, you know what, man? A lot of people say, you know, I'm 54, by the way, and uh, about to be 55, and I'm still doing crazy stuff in the ring. Doing not crazy like back in the day crazy, but still doing flips and crazy stuff. And, uh, Somebody said, man, you think it's time to throw in the hat? I said, man, it's never time to throw in the hat. I said, if somebody wanted to give me a job, would I take it? Absolutely. I said, I'm, I'm a land surveyor. I can always come back to that. But uh, how many times do you get to work on the big screen? You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I, I, I never throw the hat in. I, I'll always keep keep grinding and keep striving to do better. I got two little girls. One of my little girls is a year and a half, and one of them seven. So, uh you know, I'm going to be an old daddy, but, you know, my life worked out a little bit differently than most people's. I married my preacher's daughter. She's 20 years younger than me. And uh, I've had a wild ride, man, but it's been a lot of fun. And uh, and I'm still getting to do stuff like this with you guys, man. You know what I'm saying? So that's fun to me. I, I really enjoy stuff like this, too. And thank you guys for having me on. Thank oh, you. We, yes, thank you. We appreciate it. And, you know, the, the tech issues, the uh, frustrating but we're glad we we got through all of it and again we appreciate you working through all of that with us because i know it was frustrating uh for you as well as we tried to figure figure everything out marty thank you let everybody know where they can find you at where they can support you at we'll put the links below in the description so everybody can click those links and uh support marty after watching this interview marty gardner thank you again first name sham last name pain thank you to champagne marty gardner